If you've ever set a New Year's resolution and a few weeks in ended up completely disappointed in your results, we're going to look at why New Year's resolutions rarely work and what we can do to increase our chances of achieving them on this episode of the Authentic Success Podcast. Do you ever feel like you were made for more and you just don't know what this looks like yet? My name is Jordan Ulrich, and I've made it my mission to help people just like you align with your inner genius, lead a fulfilling life on your terms, and facilitate true transformation from the inside out. Authentic Success is here to challenge you, inspire you, and bring you actionable strategies for stepping into the highest version of yourself from some of the world's greatest minds. You were put here with a unique purpose. It's time that we discover it and bring it to life. This is the Authentic Success Podcast. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Authentic Success Podcast. My name is Jordan Ulrich and today we are talking about New Year's resolutions. Okay, now how many times have you made a New Year's resolution and you've been so excited about it at the start, but then as time goes on you either forget about it, you didn't track your progress, you just kind of fell off the wagon and then you beat yourself up for not doing it. Well, let's look at why this takes place and how we can increase our chances of actually following through on a New Year's resolution if a New Year's resolution is something that you are committed to, right? So the first thing that is kind of strange to me is that we make New Year's the one time of the year that we want to make positive change in our lives. We wait until New Year's Eve to say, you know what, the next year is when I'm really, really going to make the change. But the truth is we could make the change at just about any time. Now, studies show that only 8%, and this is done in the U.S., 8% of Americans who make a New Year's resolution actually keep it all year, and 80% have actually failed by the start of February. To kind of understand why so few of these actually work and what to do about them, we just have to have a simple understanding of how we're wired and what our brains are actually designed to do. So the first thing to look at is that we are wired first and foremost as human beings, for things like safety, things like survival and familiarity. So our brain is an amazing uh, prediction mechanism. It's always trying to predict the next moment and it's trying to keep us away from danger as often as possible. So we have a set of habits that we get used to on a day-to-day basis, right? These habits are things like getting up, driving to work, making coffee, uh, tying our shoes, all the things that we do that our body does better than our mind because we don't have to think about them anymore. We've hardwired them in, okay? So in order to spend the least amount of energy, our brain would call it a huge win if we can do things as close to the same as we did them yesterday, today, in order to remain safe, in order to stay in our comfort zone, and to keep acting in alignment with A, what we believe to be true, and B, the way that we see ourselves. Now, when we go to set something like a New Year's resolution, we have to look at the conscious mind and the subconscious mind. The conscious mind is analytical, it's personal, it is subjective, it's very, very highly logical, and it's only responsible for about 5% of what we do on a day-to-day basis. So, The thing with setting these New Year's resolutions or setting these big goals going into the new year is that we are using the conscious mind that is responsible for 5% of what takes place in our lives to try to override something much more powerful, and that is the subconscious mind. The subconscious mind is where our belief structures, our childhood memories, everything that we believe to be true, the way that we see ourselves, our core identity, all of our habits, our self-image, this is with the subconscious mind 
everything lives. It's like a vault where everything is locked away, but it's also like an incredible you know, video recorder that has had the record button on since the day that we were born. Now, what's the issue here? Is that if our habits live in our subconscious mind and we're using our conscious mind to try to override the subconscious program that has kept us from losing the weight or making the money or saving the money or growing the business or getting into the relationship or leaving the relationship or all the things that we want to do, the odds of it actually taking place in the new year are very slim because we've already wanted to do this for so long, okay? And when the subconscious mind is not on board with our goals, when it's not on board with what we want to do, it's going to continually sabotage us because it wants to keep us inside of the comfort zone. So we set goals and resolutions that are on a level that don't really feel anywhere close to attainable. Then we remember all the times we failed in setting a goal and our chances of going through with it are slimming further and further and further. So when we look at something like this, like setting a New Year's resolution, we need to have the subconscious mind on board, right? There are synaptic connections in your brain that are tied between being hungry and then thinking about food. And when you think about food, a lot of times you do it automatically based on what you eat habitually, right? Based on what you are used to eating on a day-to-day-to-day-to-day basis. So if you say all of a sudden, well, this is my year and I'm going to get really, really healthy, but you're used to eating very unhealthy, your odds of falling back into your old habits are very high. Now, if you can find a way to wire this into the subconscious mind and it no longer needs the unhealthy foods, you can start to make some pretty incredible changes, right? Now, there's a few ways to do this. Uh, A favorite one of mine is hypnosis. I also love EFT, also referred to as tapping or emotional freedom techniques. It's a great way of getting your goals into your body's energy system. When we think about a goal that we want to achieve, a lot of times it's going to rest in the conscious mind. It's never going to make it through the analytical mind into the subconscious, into the body, where the subconscious is now driving your behavior in the direction of the goal you want to achieve. A lot of times it's going to drive self-sabotaging behavior because it doesn't see the New Year's resolution as actually possible. So a couple things, if we were to look at really achieving it, New Year's resolution and a New Year's resolution or a New Year's goal or any of these things, they're not things that I set. What I do like to set instead is an intention, okay? An intention going into 2022 is that I am going to be more authentic, okay? Uh, An intention going into 2022 is I'm going to be wealthier. I'm going to be healthier. And notice that all of these things have nothing to do with getting something. They have everything to do with internal states and managing our own thoughts, feelings, emotions, and our behavior, right? But if you want to set a New Year's resolution, there's nothing wrong with that. If you want to achieve it, one thing to do, learn to tie a deep sense of pain to not achieving it and a deep sense of pleasure to achieving the goal. Now, Tony Robbins says that we don't get what we want necessarily we get what we have to have the reason we get what we have to have is we've tied so much pain to not having it and so much pleasure to having it that it's automatic it's a non-negotiable contract that takes place in the brain in which we have to follow through on it right if you've never missed a rent or a mortgage payment in 10 years it becomes something or even two years it becomes something you have to have and you'll do anything to achieve it So when you can tie a deep sense of pain to not achieving it and a deep sense of pleasure to actually achieving it, 
what's going on is that you're forming this connection in your brain that's saying, I need to do this, not just I'll try it and see. I hope this works out. Those rarely work. Now, another thing is to have a deep reason why. Okay, when you can have a deep reason why you need to do something, like I want to make more money this year, and you'd say, why? Okay, well, I want a Tesla and I want to impress my neighbors. Well, there's nothing wrong with those things, but it's not a deep enough reason why you need to do it. It's not a deep enough purpose behind it. So a lot of times we're going to fall short on our goals. But if your goal to make more money or get out of debt was something like, I need to show my children because they learn by what I do and not what I say. I need to show my children a responsible version of myself. I need to blueprint my children by acting responsibly and going after my biggest dreams and my biggest goals, my biggest aspirations so that I can blueprint them for success in their adult life so that they can pass it down the generational bloodline. Well, what a powerful thing that is in comparison to just wanting to impress your neighbor. Another thing is write it down and even better, write it down and share it with someone else and ask them to hold you accountable. Okay, when we do this, our percentages of actually uh, following through and achieving it uh, go up astronomically. Okay, don't just set the goal that you think you should set one that's important to you. What I'm doing this year moving into 2022 is actually using an intention word. Okay, my word of intention going into 2022 is essentialism. Essentialism means focusing only on what makes you happiest, what brings you the most joy, the most sense of contribution, the greatest sense of fulfillment, and what is actually most important in your life. So I can look at all of my actions and say, does this line up with my goal of essentialism? If the answer is yes, then I keep going. And if the answer is no, then I have to put this activity aside and no longer continue it. So I hope that this is helpful in understanding how to navigate New Year's resolutions and understanding A, why they don't work for people most of the time, in fact, 92% of the time over the course of a year, but also what we can do to increase our odds of following through on our New Year's resolutions. And that caps this episode of 5-Minute Monday, and I so look forward to our next episode with Jocelyn Pettit talking about the emotion code and Psych-K methods to rewire your subconscious mind to get what you want. Happy New Year. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Authentic Success Podcast. If you've made it this far, it means you are not a dabbler and that you are someone who's truly committed to making a lasting change. If you like what you heard, please leave a rating, comment, or review as it helps me bring this message to more people that need it. If you want to go a step further, this is an invitation to grab a free copy of my book, Authentic Success, at jordanulrich.com forward slash success. Keep your energy up, keep moving forward even when it's scary, and I'll see you on the next episode.